Welcome to the Mandalorian Podcast, the official Star Wars podcast of the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch, and today I'm wrapping up Season 2 of Star Wars The Clone Wars. We got uh, the start of Season 7. Like, it's out right now on Disney+. Plus. I'm so excited. We'll be uh, getting that review out later today, probably sometime this evening. We'll be having a... A guest or two on the show. Not yet sure who that's going to be as I'm recording this like like eight days in advance, nine days in advance. So I'm so excited. I love the Clone Wars. Clone Wars is my favorite. Is is some of my favorite canon. It's right up there with Rogue One, right up there with Mandalorian. So I'm so excited to finally for the show to get the ending that that it deserves. So, we're talking about... So, full spoilers for uh, the back half of Season 2. So, we are talking about... Let me just get up to uh, Disney Plus right now. You can actually find the entire series streaming on Disney Plus right now. So, Season 2, Episode 12, The Mandalorian... Or, The Mandalore Plot. Season 2, Episode 13, Voyage of Temptation... Uh, episode 14, Duchess of Mandalore. Episode 15, Senate Murders. Episode 16, Cat and Mouse. Episode 17, Bounty Hunters. Episode 18, Zillow Beast. Episode 19, The Zillow Beast Strikes Back. Episode 20, Death Trap. Episode 21, R2 Come Home. And episode 22, Lethal Trackdown. So I'm super excited to talk about back half season 2. We're going to start off right here. Full spoilers for these 11 episodes so we're going to start off with the mandalore plot obi-wan uncovers the truth about the mandalore plot so this was a start to a really interesting trilogy um it's really the introduction of mandalore to you know uh this to the uh star wars uh, silver screen. Of course, you know, we already had a whole bunch of books and comics about, you know, Boba Fett, The Mandalorian Wars, all of that, but now it's on TV. Now you can, like, kind of learn about this history, and something that's interesting we get in, uh, I think, the first episode is that Pre Vizsla says, who's voiced by Jon Favreau, and Jon Favreau's the uh, showrunner for uh, The Mandalorian, he says that Jango Fett was not a Mandalorian, that he was just a common bounty hunter who stole some Mandalorian armor. And that, I mean, which means that uh, Din Djarin is really the first true Mandalorian that we've seen in live-action Star Wars. You know, because this is a really interesting trilogy. It sets up Mandalore, because Mandalore is huge later on, a whole lot in this series in the later seasons of Star Wars Rebels, and then, of course, in The Mandalorian. So this was really cool. Great in- introduction for Duchess Satine, o- Obi-Wan's love interest. And, that, and I think it was really cool to see that, you know, Obi-Wan is kind of, you know, the quote-unquote perfect Jedi. In The Phantom Menace, we see him following all the rules. We see him doing that throughout the entire prequel trilogy. And I think it's good to see that, you know, he did have normal human emotions that he did consider leaving the Jedi order to be with Satine. And I really liked that. 
episode 13, Voyage of Temptation. Uh, Anakin discovers Obi-Wan and the Duchess's history together. I don't really like that synopsis for the episode. This was a really cool episode. I mean, spoiler alert for the whole uh, for the whole series, but pretty much, you know, just the first five seasons, that, you know, everyone that Duchess Satine is close to, all, everyone on her staff really just ends up betraying her. They all end up betraying her, and I think that's really interesting. That's a really interesting, like, point you can... I mean, it just shows, you know, how corrupt this galaxy is in, in wartime and what would happen to a, a, a lot of governments in a war. So this was an episode where, you know, one of her... was Where someone on her staff sneaks uh, spider droids into the in into her ship which is on her way which is on its way to Coruscant because she's trying to you know convince the Senate to not send troops to to Mandalore because Mandalore is trying to stay remember if, if you remember it's trying to stay new, neutral they don't want anything to do with the separatists or the Republic they want to stay completely out of the Clone Wars episode 14 Duchess of Mandalore Duchess Satine is framed for the creation of Death Watch. That wasn't really the sense I got from the episode. Uh, the sense that I got from the episode was more of, you know, she, like, de- like Death Watch is everywhere. Death Watch is everywhere. And I think what it was trying to show us was that nowhere, like, every, like they'll follow you to, you know, the ends of the galaxy. And then they, because Death Watch wants clone troops on Mandalore, because then the battle droids will come to Mandalore. And you find out that Death Watch is like working with Count Dooku and everything. So that's how, like, so then when she goes, so when, then when Satine goes to the Senate to try and kind of make sure that that doesn't happen that clones aren't sent there then dooku gets mad he sends death watch there and they will you know take her out they're gonna they frame her for murder and this was a really interesting episode kind of it's kind of like i feel what star wars underworld would have been and and i, and I really liked that we got episode 15 senate murders Padme investigates Sen- Senator Anaconda's death. Now, I, like, last week, as of recording, so on, like, February 7th, I saw Ryan Johnson's new movie, Knives Out. R- Ryan Johnson, you know, the man who destroyed the Star Wars fan base. He wrote and directed The Last Jedi. He is still supposed to direct a brand new trilogy of films. Uh, uh, in 2022, 2024, and 2026. I don't think... I mean, of course, that trilogy is probably not going to happen. I mean, I personally love Knives Out. I loved it. I thought it was... Re- I, I knew, like, nothing about it. I knew, honestly, n- next to nothing about this movie. And I went in. I, I, I loved it. Of course, I wouldn't say that Ryan Johnson is, is redeemed. I just think that Ryan Johnson is a director that works better with smaller projects. And and as I've said before, I think the time for 
a Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie would to come. I don't think that time was in the sequel trilogy. But this is an episode that really reminded me of uh, Knives Out. It's a murder mystery episode. No, and, 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 and I love stuff like that. I love stuff like that. It's a great episode, and then I think this is a thing that's continued later in the series. So episode, episode 16, Cat and Mouse, this is the first episode to take place chronologically in the show. Because, uh, you know, this show is made all out of order. So this is the first episode to take place chronologically. Obi-Wan and Anakin must deliver troops to Christophsis. And this episode is our introduction to Admiral Trench, who we are going to be seeing in Season 7 of The Clone Wars. He Somehow he comes back. Because his... Because, like, a ship, like, crashes into the bridge. Like, a fighter is going to... Like, crashes into the bridge of his ship. And he... He, like, survives that. The, the sh- like, the bridge exploded. We, we never saw a body, so, I mean... In comic book culture, that means he's not dead, but somehow, I, I, I have no idea. But I really like this episode. So we're going to move on to uh, episode 17, Bounty Hunters. A- Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka work with four deadly bounty hunters. This is an episode that I, I was reminded of a lot by chapter 4 of The Mandalorian Sanctuary, where... Mando and Baby Yoda and Cara Dune have to protect this village from raiders. And they have to train the villagers to defend themselves. And it's literally you know, kind of a shot-for-shot remake of this episode of Clone Wars. And that was really cool to see because, of course, Dave Filoni did have huge input on The Mandalorian. He directed two episodes. He directed episodes one and five. And I do think that he is, excuse me, I, th- I, I do think that he is going to be directing episodes in seasons two and three, since we do have confirmation now that The Mandalorian season three is happening. So we're going to get at least three seasons of the show and then spinoffs. And I, I think that's really interesting to see what Star Wars can do on television. You know, we got main season clone, we got the main series, which was Clone Wars, and then we got Rebels, which was a sequel to Clone Wars. And that was interesting. That was really cool to see. Uh, episode 18, The Zillow Beast. This is part of a duology. Uh, the first episode is on Malastare. And Windu and Anakin. Wait, I should probably read the synopsis. The, the Jedi must devise a way to contain the Zillow Beast. Yeah, so this episode was really, really interesting to see, you know, like, because, so the episode starts off on Malastare with uh, Windu and Anakin testing out a new weapon that they have, kind of similar to a weapon we saw back in Season 1, and I think the Defenders of Peace episode. And in that episode, the Separatists have, have weapon that, affects organic life only, but it does not harm droids whatsoever. In this episode, we had the exact opposite. We had the... We saw uh, the Jedi use a weapon. They use the, the, the giant bomb that attacks... 
that really only harms droids. It's like a giant droid popper, which they use a lot in this show. And in I think they use it in Rebels once or twice. And then that creates like a giant sinkhole, which contains a Zillow Beast. And what's interesting about the Zillow Beast, it's the last of its kind. And it's found that Anakin's lightsaber can't even pierce the armor. So Palpatine wants to use that to strengthen the clone trooper's armor. And then it turns into this whole political debate. Uh, they take it back to Coruscant, which is the which is um, next episode, the Zillow Beast Strikes Back, which is obviously a reference to the Empire Strikes Back. The Jedi choose between saving lives and killing the Zillow. Is, is, isn't that the same thing? I think that's kind of the same thing. Um, so they take it back to Coruscant, and Palpatine wants to, you know, kill it so they can harvest the armor, and then, of course, use that to strengthen clone troopers. And then, you know, the beast gets out and everything, and the Jedi have to kill it. And then, there, there's kind of a plot thread that doesn't ever go anywhere in the show, where... Palpatine tells the scientist that he wants her to clone the beast and that's something that we never hear of again that's not ever referenced or anything so that was really that was interesting to uh see uh episode 20 death trap I'm just gonna get about all three I'm just, no I'm just gonna go one at a time death trap a young bounty hunter wage, wages war against the Jedi Knights. This is an episode that was, you know, kind of that picked up a plot thread that was in Attack of the Clones. What happened to that young Boba Fett that we saw? Well, he was picked up by Aura Singh, and then, you know, he's he's out for revenge on Mace Windu because Mace Windu killed his father, and he wants, understandably, revenge. So he goes to kind of bomb the Jedi Starfighter. Or not the Starfighter, the uh the Jedi cruiser. And then, you know, the cruiser crashes. And then and that's and this is is interesting to see, you know, how Boba pr progresses through this story. And I, I do think that we will be seeing Boba Fett in later seasons of The Mandalorian, maybe in his own spin off T V show. Because I mean I, I do want to see more stuff with Boba Fett. So, episode 21, R2 Come Home. Bounty Hunters Trap Anakin and Mace on Vancor. In this episode, Anakin and Mace do go down to check the wreckage of the ship. And the Bounty Hunters decide that maybe we... They're like, oh, well, maybe if, if we bring back the heads of two Jedi, especially Anakin Skywalker, if we bring those back to... Dooku will be making a profit, a very serious profit. So they do that, and then it turns out that they're still alive. So Boba Fett or Mace Windu will ex like he explains what happened to. Bo he explains what happened to Jango and Boba, and that was interesting to see because. I, I I mean I I would have assumed that that was common knowledge what Boba Fett did, or what Jango did for the clone army, but I guess it's not. And the season finale, episode 22, Lethal Trackdown. Plo Koon and Ahsoka pursue a young fugitive to Florum. 
this kind of shows that Boba Fett is not the bounty hunter that we know from Legends. This is a this is a Boba Fett that still has that he he wants justice more than anything. And I think that you know there's a difference, you know, how far is too far? He thinks that justice means killing Mace Windu. But that's not what it that's revenge. That's revenge. So then he decides to go to prison. Not really go to prison, but he decides to, you know, turn himself in because he realizes in the end that that is justice. And I think that's a really great message for this show and a great way to end a season and end and in the podcast. And I, I did say last week that I was going to do a Kobe tribute. Kobe Bryant was a huge Star Wars fan. He was a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, Dave Filoni was a huge... Kobe Bryant fan, he was a huge Lakers fan, and I don't know if I've said this before in the podcast, it's, I, hearing, like, you know, these words come out of my mouth, it does sound familiar, but, uh, like, I've said them into a microphone, but, you know, there was a Clone Wars, uh, tact- Separatist tactical droid in this show, who's, uh, basically a reference to Kobe Bryant, uh, it's, uh, blue or a purple and yellow color tactical droid and uh his unit number is k2b4 obviously uh kb kobe bryant and his number was 24 so i just thought that was a really interesting fun fact and a great way to you know connect this basketball icon to to star wars so we are the Mandalorian Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network if, if, if you want to check out our, our other shows. Kid Commentary Season 2 coming out March 17th. Um, episodes airing weekly. Uh, first episodes we're going to be doing are the Star Wars prequel trilogy, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. So, so, so those episodes will be coming out on March 17th, March 24th, and March 31st. If you want to check, uh, season two of the of the Cinema Soundtrack podcast is going on right now. You can find that show wherever you listen to podcasts. If if you if you are looking for a sports podcast, make sure you check out Monday's Minutes, a kid's take. And if you want a a podcast just like this one, but for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, check out another Marvel podcast that shows up by Nick Denenberg. He does a great job. He was on a whole bunch of our Mandalorian episodes. And you really should go check out that podcast. If you want to send some feedback about, you know, new Clone Wars episodes or anything, send it to MandalorianPodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it here on the air. Uh, if you if your uh, podcast platform allows you to leave a five-star review, please do it. We will read all iTunes five-star reviews here on the show. People are going to be looking for a Star Wars podcast now that Clone Wars is coming out. When The Mandalorian came out and, and Rise of Skywalker came out, we got a huge boost in, pot, in uh, listens and listenership, so that's great. We want to continue that, because after Clone Wars, there's not a whole lot for another like five months or so. So we want to get that listenership up and everything, so please leave us a five-star review and we'll read it here on the show. So, thank you guys so much for listening, and... May the force be with you. I'm so excited to 
see these new episodes of Clone Wars.